Welcome back to the Christ Revival Podcast. My name is David. And I'm Kyle, and we created this podcast to encourage young people to fight against the current of culture while also boldly sharing their faith. Without further ado, let's get back to drizzling that biblical syrup. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Christ Revival Podcast. Welcome back to the Christ Revival Podcast. We are live and in studio. Mm-hmm. Sydney's here. Yes. Hi, guys. And Kyle's here. And you know, we're talking about singleness, and I think the thing that we were struggling with before the podcast is actually defining what stage we're really in. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Not him looking at me. <laughs> I really hope that ages Just well. Glares, that was wild. Glares across the room. <laughs> That's crazy. No, I didn't mean to throw it on the bus. Um, I'm single. I, I'm very, very unapologetically single. <laughs> yep. Kyle, <laughs> what about you? Where are you at? I... I am not single. <laughs> I mean, not boo. Good ha- for you. I, okay, that sounded like that sounded like I was very not happy about that. I am happy. That I'm single. That's good. That's good. You clarified. <laughs> yeah, that is good. You clarified. In case um, oh, I blanked on your girlfriend's name. Wait, my bad. We're lying. Oh, it's um. What'd you say? I said I blanked on your girlfriend's name. Wait, it's, oh, Maddie. It's, it's Maddie. Sorry, Maddie. Oh, if Maddie's sorry, watching Maddie. this, Maddie, you're you're cool. I met you for a brief. Shout second. out, Maddie. I met you in Shout the in Kyle's garage as I'm trying to fix my car so I can get to Atlanta. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Big shout out to Maddie, oh, yeah, guys. Big shout out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you know something God really challenged me with before coming into this episode is not mm-hmm. to drag people who are in a relationship under the bus. Oh. So we're not gonna do that today. <laughs> something I guess just jumping into it. Something Brooke Lasik. She's one of the SRSs. Brooke Lasik, you're awesome. Uh huh. But she said, like, kind of the the dichotomy between being in a relationship and being a, like single. It's a balance between loving marriage and loving singleness. Like, hmm. we need to treat both equally. And often, just in general, like, whenever someone gets in a relationship, it's like, yo, con- congratulations. Like, mm-hmm. you're in a relationship. That's awesome. But instead, we should really be asking, like, does she believe in Jesus or does he believe in Jesus? Like, instead of, like, congratulating them. But at the same time, like, I'm not saying don't congratulate people. I'm just saying I think often we, like, in our culture, we feel like we have to put down something in order to make something else better. Hmm. And so I, I don't know why that is. It's like, it's the root of comparison though. But yeah, that's just, that's where I am. Like coming into this episode is like, mm-hmm. how can we love both and show that both are biblical? Yeah, so. I think that's great. And even to just point that out too, First Corinthians 7, 7 uh, says, but I wish everyone were single. And this is Paul talking. And he says, just as I am, Yet each person has a special gift from God of one kind of another. And so even just hitting on what David said, like when Paul is talking about singleness, he's also talking about marriage here, yeah. that both are a gift. Mm. That yes, singleness can be hard, but it's a gift. Like yes, marriage can be hard, but it's a gift. And so each mm. person in each season gets this kind of gift. Um, so I love what you said of like, as believers, we should view both of them as like they're good gifts from the Lord. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, I think what everyone who's in a relationship needs to question. I'll just take shots right <laughs> off the bat. Is, <laughs> yeah, is, 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 is if they're dating a security blanket or if they're dating like a wog or a mog. Mm-hmm. I think often people can hide behind their relationships. Like I know people who like, you know, they'll break up with someone immediately like in another relationship because mm-hmm. they struggle with that security. Like 
in themselves and in their relationship with God that they like need someone to rely on. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think like in a relationship, I'm not saying they always question it. Like, oh, like I'm about to get married. Like, is she act? Does she actually love Jesus? I hope by then you know that she loves Jesus. But it's also like, <laughs> if, if like, are you dating someone who loves God and like that is their priority and mm-hmm. you're number two? Or are you dating someone who makes you feel more confident and like those two can like exist together mm-hmm. but I, I've seen it so many times where it's like oh well, like I just find my identity in my relationship and it's mm-hmm. really uncomfortable mm-hmm. to like think about breaking up so I'm just gonna stay in it because I'm more confident in it mm-hmm. yeah hmm. that's good yeah well because I think I think at the end of the day like you have to remember what the whole purpose of a relationship is because you're two yeah. independent people trying to serve the Lord and like <clears throat> God has a will for you in your life and a will for the person like that you're in a relationship with. And if yeah. you guys are hindering that will or making that more difficult, then I think that is where that becomes an unhealthy relationship. And not that you guys aren't doing things together, but at the end of the day, like, like in my relationship, my responsibility to Maddie is to like encourage her in the Lord as much as I can and point her towards him so that she can fulfill like her will and her, her plan, his plan for her life. And I don't know. I think that's just really helpful to kind of remember that you do still have independent lives and like you are each created uniquely like in the image of God and he has things planned for you specifically. Um, I, I think just as soon as that gets lost, like that's very much where that codependency comes on. Like what you said, the yeah, security blanket good. side of things. Yeah. 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 And what I think is great too is like as believers, we have a goal. Like we're pursuing marriage when we're dating someone. Yeah. And so even just to bounce like and talk about singleness really fast, if you're in a season where marriage isn't in the picture, then why are you dating someone? Yeah. Because there's no goal you're going towards, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just a never ending, I'm dating this person for a long time. Like, no, as believers, we have this goal that we're going towards. Yeah. Where like dating, I'm evaluating this person to be like a life partner with them. Yeah. You know, we actually have a mission, a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. something, something as Christians we always need to remember when thinking about this relationship thing is that this relationship thing, <laughs> thinking about like pursuing someone or, yeah. or like, <laughs> my bad. But we need to remember that like our first call is like to go make disciples of all nations mm-hmm. and like, marriage is not the the ultimate goal of ministry. I think we can sometimes get in this mm-hmm. like mindset where it's like like marriage is number 1 and then making disciples is second. Mm-hmm. And it's like like within marriage like you're going to have a ton of impact. And you can't have a ton of impact if you marry the right person. Like you said going into it with this knowledge of like this is a lifelong partner and and pursuing it with very I guess like integrity at the forefront, but also mm-hmm. like we shouldn't look down on people who aren't in a relationship because that's not their number one goal at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that, I don't know if I made that clear, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think like you were saying, just that idea, like marriage is not the end all be all of life. Yeah. And I think so many people in Christian circles have that, like marriage is the goal, but then yeah. oh, what happens when you get there? You know, it's like you get to marriage and then you're going to struggle to serve the Lord. And it's like, if you can't, <clears throat> Not that you shouldn't make that a goal, but it's yeah. like you should always be focusing and, str- and struggling to like work on your relationship with God now so you can serve mm-hmm. him now mm-hmm. because then when you're married, then you can keep serving him because you've already built that foundation of a relationship. And if you're just putting so much pressure on getting to that point of marriage, 
then you're going to get there and you're like, oh, well, I don't know how to serve God because you never took the time to do it mm, that's good. in your yeah. singleness or just by, by yourself, you know? Yeah, so. I think that's so, so good. And even just to like hit on this and like the sad reality is we're not going to be married in heaven. That's, no, <laughs> like, that's true. It's yeah. so sad to think about. But even like as believers and even in like the church, we put marriage on such a pedestal yeah. where it's like, in heaven we won't even be married Mm -hmm. so why are we Mm -hmm. hyper focusing on it so much but yeah it is very important but it's not the end all be all you know yeah like Mm -hmm. even the most perfect person jesus was single like paul he was single like he's teaching Mm -hmm. us about this and so i think sometimes we put it on such a pedestal where it's just not the end all be all yeah exactly and something like as far as the church i feel like the church can look at singleness as a disease like you get in the church and if you're like 28, 29, 30, it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you still single? Mm-hmm. Like that, like that's kind of what we approach that. And then when we approach singleness with that mindset, like if you're struggling with homosexuality or something like mm-hmm. that, and then you're told like, oh, you're struggling with that, like you need to be single. And then the church is treating single people like they have something wrong with them. Like how are we ministering to other people within that? Mm-hmm. I think like within that too, Paul, like most churches will not like, consider a single man to be a pastor. And it's primarily because of that scripture that's like, elder should be a man with one wife. But Mm -hmm. Paul wrote that scripture and Paul was the pastor of pastors. Mm. And he was single. Like we know he was single and we're going to get into that in a little bit. So I think as the church, we need to approach this topic with, with grace and recognizing that everyone has their own strengths and everyone's at, like just because you're not in a relationship doesn't make you less than. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. That's good. Hmm. Yeah, because it, it just comes back to the idea, like, what are you putting your value in? Like, yeah. and I, I think for people, like, not even in a relationship, it's so easy, like, to put our value in whether you're in a relationship or not. And mm-hmm. that's that's not difficult at all. And it, there's just, like, there's no satisfaction in that, you know, because you're looking to a person to fulfill that, that, that lust and that satisfaction. Whereas yeah. like, the only thing that's actually going to fulfill that is a genuine relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think like if that's where your priority is, then that is just like a big red flag that you need to be focusing on your relationship yeah. with God, because that shows that your priority is in the wrong place. Um, so I don't want to sound like too reprimanding or whatever, but I think God can use different seasons and different phases to put the light back on him and be like, hey, you still like. I, I need to be the biggest desire in your life. Um, yeah. And that's yeah. that's hard to do whether you're single. Like, it's hard to prioritize your relationship with God when you're single, and it's hard to do it when you're in a relationship with someone else, too. So it's it's a battle both sides. Yeah, yeah I think that's great. And even just hitting on the fact, like, yes, like, for me, like, yes, like, a husband would be, like, a life partner. Like, yes, they would. But ultimately, like, my life partner is Jesus. Yeah. You know? Like, even in singleness, like, he's number one. Mm-hmm. And he will, he will remain number one. Yeah. Um, even just to hit for, like, all of the people out here who have been single for a long time or people who have just been unsettled in this season, like, God has put you in this season on purpose right now, mm-hmm. which is kind of hard to hear. But would we want our season or our life in anyone else's hands? Yeah. You know? Would we want our timing in our hands? No. You know? Yeah. I'm thankful that I can put this timing of a relationship or the person I'm dating or the season of singleness in the one who knows everything, in the one who knows the person I may have a crush on, the person I may be dating better than I know them, you know? 
Like I mm. want it in his hands. So. Yeah. And like me personally, I've been single pretty much through and through. I've been on dates and stuff, but single through and through. And there are times where like, I'm like, man, I really wish I was in a relationship. Like I really wish I had someone else. Mm-hmm. But then I've seen all the fruit in these seasons because I've been single. And I'm not saying, I think eventually like God will put someone who's running the same pace as me. And it's like, okay, we can do even more together mm-hmm. than we can separate. But I also think often we get into relationships because we see marriage or dating as a cure to loneliness. Mm. And mm. yes, it, it can be, but also like, look at the divorce rates. Look at the people who are in marriages that are unbiblical right now mm-hmm. and ask them like, if they feel lonely, like yeah, it, hmm. there are some really rough marriages out there that are really like, people are in really very lonely places still. Mm-hmm. And so I think when we go in like, oh, I need someone, so I'm not going to be lonely anymore. It's a dangerous path. It's a dangerous path. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Yeah, because that that goes back to what are you putting your satisfaction in? Yeah, and I mean, obviously, God from the beginning created us to be relational beings. I mean, you look at Adam, and he he was by himself, and God was like, "Well, this is not this is not good." And He creates Eve. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I think it's very easy to look at the Bible and realize that God did not intend for us to be lonely. Like we are relational yeah. beings, mm-hmm. but when we take that that feeling of loneliness and like that solitude. And we're looking to a person to try to fill that. Yeah. Th- that goes back to that satisfaction idea. And it's like, <clears throat> I think God can bless us with, like, if you're lonely and you don't feel like a relationship is where God is leading you right now, then like church community and like mm-hmm. that, I feel like it's the best, the best yeah. place to get plugged in because you have people who are going to be speaking wisdom into your life and who are going to know like the struggles that you're going through and be able to point you in that direction. And maybe that is not, a relationship right now but i think community can come in so many different areas than just a relationship and then ultimately yeah. it does come back to a relationship with god like that needs to be the most important thing but i think it's neat that god did intend for us to be relational beings and he provides so many different outlets for that yeah yeah and like there even are like such positive aspects of being single like i was just yeah. thinking about yeah. it um two summers ago I wasn't dating anyone and I looked at my summer and I was like, okay, I'm kind of free to do whatever I want. Yeah. Like I could go home, I could work at a church, like what do I want to do? Prayed and prayed and prayed and the Lord just like put this internship in my lap and was like, hey, I want you to do this. And because I was single, because I wasn't attached to anything except maybe my immediate family, which are just my parents, you yeah. know, like I was able <laughs> to leave and just move to Florida for a summer. And to just serve the Lord. Yeah. And so even like in this singleness, like season that you may be experiencing that, like whoever you are and whatever relationship status you are, like this season that you're in, you have been put in it on purpose. Like because I was single and I got to go to Florida, like some people got to know the Lord. Like I was yeah. able to evangelize to others. And mm-hmm. I think Paul makes it clear in First Corinthians 7. But there are like such positive <coughs> aspects of being single. Yeah. No, I think we need to look at singleness <coughs> as a gift. And I've, I've been pushing singleness a lot, so I want to backtrack and like kind of mm-hmm. look at Genesis. And I know you already mentioned it, but like Genesis, I'm pretty sure it's 2.24 is... Actually, I have it up here. I'm, I'll read from my Bible later. You guys will get that. Mm-hmm. But, well, if you're listening, you don't see my Bible, so it only matters. It's the same thing. <laughs> but Genesis 2.24 says, like, man shall leave his father and mother and cling to his wife. Hmm. And then that's echoed again in Ephesians 5.31. Same exact thing. Like a man shall leave his father and mother and cling to his wife. 
And then Proverbs 18, 22, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And just from the whole scripture narrative, like the Bible is, is very clear, like that being in a, re- a godly relationship is a very good thing and finding mm-hmm. a wife is a very good thing. And e- even you said, dating is not a biblical concept whatsoever, mm-hmm. which is interesting because it's something that's really only been around for like the last 70 years. Mm-hmm. But like coming into this, like singleness is a gift. Like we're about mm-hmm. to get into that in First Corinthians 7. But also like God does desire for us to like not be alone and to be in a relationship and to find that person that we can do ministry with and become one flesh. And so I don't want to sit here and just keep shooting shots at the the people who are in relationships. <laughs> like I do want to make sure that like the, like you guys are hearing me say that like it is good to like be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean especially because if you uh, go ahead. No, go you go, too. Kyle. You go, Kyle. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's so neat when it does come to relationships, like you look at the church and obviously this is God, like what God has planned for us because he gives us the church, which is ultimately like the best picture of marriage and how that's supposed to function. Um, And I I just really appreciate the way that like, I mean, whether you're single or whether you're in a relationship, like both of those things are hard, but God gives us examples and like people, people in the Bible that we can follow after and be like, wow, how did, like, how, how are they serving God? in these times, in these, uh, in these seasons, like what Sydney was talking about. And I think that's the neat thing of looking in the Bible and, and seeing the example of the church, like Christ and his bride of the church and being presented before God as, as, as beautiful as possible. Um, and it's just amazing. Like what David was saying that this is something that God does desire and not necessarily for everybody, but I think it's cool that as broken people, whether we're in a relationship or we're single, God can still use us. And God can still have us fulfill his will and we can, we can do work for his kingdom. And I think that is amazing mm-hmm. that that yeah. doesn't have to be tied to whether we are single or whether you're in a relationship. Um, it's just neat to be a part of that. Yeah, I think that's incredible. I think you took the words out of my mouth too. I think the Lord was doing something. That was cool. Um, <laughs> but even just thinking like our identity shouldn't come from it to begin with, you yeah. know? Like, if we are really stressed about our singleness and stressed about, like, oh, am I going to find the right person? Like, you got to think about it. Is your identity coming from this? Are you feeling like your purpose is coming from this? Like, really, we've got to be working on ourselves in those moments where it's like, okay, like, my identity is found in the Lord. My purpose is found in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like, the reason I am here is because he wants me here and he's put me here, you know? Yeah. And so I even think, like, if you're a little anxious about like this season, which we can all be, I've been, I'm sure David has, I'm sure Kyle has, like really sit down and be like, Lord, am I finding my identity in you? Am I finding my Mm. peace in you, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's Mm. good. Okay, the time I've been waiting for, I really wanna dive into 1 Corinthians 7. (laughs) (laughs) He's excited, guys. (laughs) Yeah, so. Unleash him. I'm like just been sitting there looking at it. Mm-hmm. But what you guys, I'm, I'm with you guys all the way through and through. But yeah, first Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a bad transition. <laughs> okay, first Corinthians 7. Mm-hmm. I'm on something today. Um, 6 through 10. Now is a concession, not a command. I say this. I wish that all were as myself, or were as I myself am. But each has their own gift from God. One of one kind and one of another. To the unmarried and the widows, I say that it is good for them to remain single. 
as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. To the married, I give this charge. Not I, but the Lord. The wife should not separate from her husband. But if she does, she should remain unmarried to else, or, or else be reconciled to her husband. And the husband should not be divorced. First, like the first thing I'm saying is, is 1 Corinthians 7, 6. We see now is a concession, not a command. I say this. And then he shifts and he says, this is from the Lord and not me. So this mm-hmm. first one, he's like, yo, I think you should stay single. Like, I think you can do more as a single man. Unless you burn with passion, then you should be in a relationship. But I think it's interesting. It's like, this is my, my like pastoral feedback and not like a direct command from God. Like, I'm not telling you to be single, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, like, I think you can do a lot of great things as a single person. And then this burn with passion word. I really wanted to talk about this burn with passion. I know my version didn't say that, but that's what it says in most versions. If you burn with passion, I think immediately our mind goes there as a Christian. It's like, oh, I burn with passion. Like I struggle with pornography. I struggle with sexual temptation. Like I should find like a relationship or a girlfriend because like I I struggle with that temptation. I'd be hesitant to like tell you to jump into a relationship when you're struggling with pornography, like it's extreme addiction, especially if you're not working on that. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. well, you're just going to deflect what you've been using pornography for, like in this relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I think obviously like it is telling you, like if you struggle with that, like, like be in a relationship cause that is a healthy or marriage is a healthy, like way to, to express that, I guess. But it's a dangerous road to travel on if you're like, oh, I have a pornography addiction. I, I need to get a girlfriend so I can biblically approach this. Like, no, you need to mm. spend some time in prayer and find some accountability and really just start to work in that area. And I've been there. Like, I've, I've like, struggled with a pornography addiction. And luckily, like, I've gotten through it. But it took a long time, like, to get to that point where I could, like, get past that. Mm-hmm. I that's just my warning especially reading the scripture i feel like a lot of people just look at that like burn a passion oh i struggle pornography like i need to get in a relationship Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i this might be kind of blunt but i want to say it with so much grace is that if you're struggling with pornography right now don't get in a relationship because a relationship will not satisfy your need for fulfillment Mm. because already when you're dating someone you already should be treating it with such purity. Yeah. With like, hey, if you're dating someone, they're technically still your brother in Christ. They're yeah. technically still mm-hmm. your sister in Christ until you get married. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so it's yeah. like you still need to be walking in purity. And same thing, like once you get into marriage, like, I mean, this might sound a little bit blunt, but like if you want to do stuff with your wife, she's not always going to want to do it, you know? Yeah. And you can't go back to pornography. Like, Mm -hmm. there's always going to be this tension if you don't heal that problem in your own heart and with the Lord, you know? Yeah. No, that's Mm. so true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that's so good. Because like you said, it's like, what are you looking to fix that problem? And if you're Mm -hmm. putting all that pressure on a person, like you said, there's going to be times where you don't have control over that and you you can't force your wife necessarily... And you have to be able to have self-control in that in that instance that like, okay, I'm not going to act out on this because of my relationship with God and because yeah. I'm grounded in who I am with him. And I mean, I think that's what I'm blanking on the reference right now. Um, uh, who who talks about like self-control over and over in the New Testament? Um, oh, goodness. I wish I could remember the verse. But I think like that's what it, that's what it talks about, that there's going to yeah. be. There's going to be desires and like um, things that th- things that you have, and the easy thing to do is just like act out and try to please those desires. 
And you might think that a person is going to solve that for you, but that just gets amplified in marriage or amplified in a relationship because you're that much closer to the temptation or that much closer to um, whatever it might be. And so I, I completely agree with Sydney. It's like you really need to be looking to God as your strength and your peace and your comfort and be fully satisfied in who you are in him before you try to go out and be satisfied by another person because that's not fair to them either and that is just going to end up in a lot of hard heartache and and difficulties yeah yeah that's awesome i I really want to like emphasize that self-control like even the fruits of the spirit like joy peace patience kindness Mm -hmm. goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control and within this like question of singleness like it does take a lot of self-control to be single like Mm -hmm. i think anyone can be in a relationship if they're willing to lower their standards Mm -hmm. like like that's that's very real and so within this like that that's a fruit of the spirit is Mm self-control and in this day and age it's so hard to to practice self-control because i mean tiktok instagram reels like it's so easy to get distracted and to not be able to sit in silence and and be bored and it takes a lot of self-control to to be disciplined and i think that is it's just so relevant to like if we're going to be content in our singleness, we have to continually practice and and pray for self-control because that's something that doesn't come naturally and it's something that takes a lot of work. Hmm. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, self-control, like fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Like if we're really struggling with self-control, like... <coughs> <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> um, guys, <laughs> there's a cold going on at Liberty right now. David had it. I, did I have it. it. I was out bad last week. Yeah, I was like keeping it in the entire no, time. Sydney told me before we shot, she's like, <laughs> I have a cough, but I'm not going to cough. I'm going to like, I'm no. going to hold it back all episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it was coming and I was like looking for a good transition to cough. Um, well, self-control, so important, yeah. as we know. And like, if you're struggling with self-control right now, like, we feel for you because we all struggle. Uh, yeah, um, struggle we all struggle with sin. And so, like, literally go to the Lord and, like, work on your relationship with Him. Like, spend this mm-hmm. time of just sitting with Him. Yeah. And literally spending time in the Word, in prayer. Like, what's awesome about singleness is, like, you have this time to, like, devote only to Him. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. I would rather spend time with the Lord than my significant other, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, our time with the Lord is so sweet and so fruitful. And so if you're struggling with self-control, I would just encourage you right now, like, get in the Word. Mm-hmm. Spend time with the Lord. Like, His Word transforms us from the inside to the out, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was good. <laughs> that was good. That was a good closing. I, I don't have a lot more on this. I think... I've said we said, like, don't look down on single people. Don't look down on people who are in a relationship. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not going to recap great. everything, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Kyle, Sydney, this was fun. We should yeah. do it again sometime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> should we pray? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we can pray. Okay. Um, Lord, I just thank you for this podcast. Um, thank you for helping me not cough through all of it, Lord. <laughs> um, Lord, we just thank you for everyone listening. I pray over them. Um, whether they're in a single uh, season of singleness or a season of dating or a season of marriage, Lord, I pray that in this season that you are the main priority, that even if they do have a significant other, Lord, that they are consistently going to you, Father. 
We thank you for these relationships in our life, and we thank you, even if we don't have a relationship, for the season you've placed us in, because we know that the season you've placed us in is on purpose and for a reason, Lord. We love you, and we thank you for everything you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Awesome. Amen. Thanks, guys. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.